Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Wow. Damn. Well, hopefully, you know, hopefully the, the guys don't ask me anything today. Hopefully, I'm going to try and put my headphones in as quick as I can when I get out of this room. And not talk to anyone, dude. Hopefully no one needs my help or insight. Hopefully no one has a question. Because whatever I say to them, it's not going to make sense. I'm fine right now, but in about 10 minutes, like, it's really going to set in. And then I'm going to be on a real roller coaster. And either way, having a great day, and it's going to be a great day. But it is going to be challenging. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 125 of the podcast. Um, this weekend, Sunday, when this comes out, we have our first Sunday sale in over six weeks. It's been a long time, but I built a really beautiful drop full of some of the hottest colors we make. Um, we've all been crushing super hard. The team's been working on accessories. I've been working on RBRs and everything else and bloopers and bubblers, whole bunch of stuff. So this Sunday, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Make sure you sign up for that newsletter at bmsglass.com. That way you get email notifications about the drop and everything we're doing here at Bear Mountain Studios. On uh, today's episode, we're going to look at the two KGB collabs I got here. Check out this awesome recycling blue hammer I got. This is like the newest uh, change to like this style turp hammer. And I love the little blooping disc in there. It really changes the function and makes it just shred that much harder. Uh, we'll talk about the upcoming Patreon sesh, which will be an in-person party sesh here at the new studio for Patreon members. So if you're a Patreon member, make sure you look out for all that uh, info coming up. And um, yeah, let's get into today's episode. Smoking on some Dali right now from Green Dot, which is like candy cake headbanger. It's one of their best strains they've put out this year. It's like a super heavy, like gasoline terpene, but with like a nice, like cakey kind of vanilla cream on top it's it's the perfect weed if you guys have been watching this for a while there was about a year there straight where i smoked fucking wedding cake and uh this is like it but better like a lot better well not that there's anything wrong with wedding cake but this just it's like stronger on the no all the notes that i liked about wedding cake it's just like a bit stronger version of that um and then also on the table we got some 710 labs today Usually I'm smoking Green Dot, but the folks from 710 came down to the studio the other day and they want to start sponsoring events and sessions for Bear Mountain because we're going to start having get-togethers and sessions here on weekends for uh, Patreon members and stuff like that. Not really like an open-to-public sesh, but if you're a Patreon member, it's five bucks a month and you have access to everything from our giveaways, exclusive drops, and, you know, hangout sessions that we'll be throwing, having food and everything at. So it's worth joining that. <clears throat> and that's uh you can find that at uh patreon.com backslash bear mountain studios if you're interested in joining that crew there um but i'm gonna smoke this for a second we'll talk about the upcoming sesh first while i smoke this joint and then we'll get into some dabs and actually like, looking at this glass um so yeah it's gonna be july 15th it's a saturday and it's gonna be like an afternoon kind of sesh from like um we're gonna start it around like 3 p.m that way all the businesses that are around if they're open on saturday they're, they're pretty much closed by then that way there's room in the parking lot and our shenanigans aren't affecting anyone else's business or anything like that. Not that we would, but I've just tried to be respectful. So we're going to do it on a weekend. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to put some faces to the names of all these like different Instagram tags and Patreon members I see. Um, I'm interested to see if people even fucking come and just see if any, you know, if it, you know, we're going to have the food and the hash here though. So we'll see. Um, we're going to have it set up kind of in the back uh, studio area and in the front room here. And, uh, and then we'll have like outdoor stuff too, but we're going to have like literally stations around the big studio with like essentially carnival games. But what it's going to be is the carnival game is like, can you make the six footer function? Can you take a dab on this? And then we'll have a station where you can stack RBR spinners with all the nails up and set up and everything. So you can see how many caps you can stack while taking a dab. Um, like I said, yeah, we'll have the six footer then we'll have the Titan RBR, which is the 40 inch RBR. We'll have the juggernaut. We'll have the pump station set up. So we'll have... We'll have different stations for people just to try prototypes and have, make fun content 
Um, and then we'll also have stuff set up where you can just bring your own rigs and sash everything. That way we can check out everyone's Bear Mountain collection or whatever pieces they decide to bring. You don't have to just bring Bear Mountains. You can bring whatever you want. Um, but it's going to be um, set up so that we can enjoy all the glass that's here. Um, but I'm really excited for people to be able to see and try some of the prototype work in person. Um, because they're a totally different animal in person when you smoke them and see them. They're just absurd. So I think it's just going to be like like a really fun party, essentially. Where people, if you're into like hash, you're into food, and you like want to like try to smoke some really goofy fucking pieces that you've seen on the internet over the last four or five years come from me, we're going to have them here. <coughs> and of course, besides the fuckery pieces, we'll have like you know, fancy stuff like three by two halos and stuff like that, that are like really good functional that you can actually try. Um, but of course, like we don't sell the six footers or anything like that just for fun. Um, we're going to do giveaways too at the event, like in-person giveaways. I'll give away some pieces and, um, we might actually make some six foot flower tubes, just like six foot tall straight tubes with flared foot and like a simple perk in them. Um, we might have a few of those here for like, cause I'm going to have like, an option where it's like, yeah, you can buy the six footer. We can't ship these, but if you want to like grab it in person, we'll have a couple at the Patreon sesh. If you want like a fucking classic six foot bomb, but a Bear Mountain one, and like all done up with Bear Mountain shit, which would be pretty cool to see. And we'll definitely get some fun videos of that during the event as well. Um, man, we just had KGB out here, guys. It was really cool to uh, be able to work with him, get a podcast in, which is our last episode. If you want to check it out and haven't already, make sure you check episode 124 out with KGB. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to have. This was the first artist that came into the studio and actually worked at the new studio, like in-person collab. He was the first one to work here at the new Bear Mountain. And it was really cool to just like have him here and like um, just, you know, like this is like my house that I built kind of thing. And like I want to be a good host. And it was nice to see someone feel so comfortable in our space and be able to work here with us. And because no matter who you are, like, even as an artist going to other people's studios, even if it's the nicest studio in the world, it still feels weird being like out of your space and working in someone else's space, regardless of how well it's set up. So I was really stoked at how comfortable uh, KGB felt here and just like how we got along. Um, I could talk to that dude for hours. Definitely have like a lot of common um, perspectives and interests and I don't know, just awesome having him here. And we made some pretty technical, fun pieces. When he got here, he thought we were probably just going to do a couple small, simple things. And I was like, no, sir, bro. you're here. If you're here, we're getting into it. You know, we're fucking going to make some big shit. And um, I think it was cool for him because um, in this industry we're in, it comes in waves the size of rigs and stuff. And, like, sometimes building big show pieces is not, like, the most, like, economical or business smart thing to do. Because sometimes those pieces don't sell as quick because they're just expensive. Um but for me, it was more about the overall experience and then like also showing his collectors that like look at what we did together and like also showing my collectors his work and being like, look at this fucking King Donut Hammer. Look at this Halo. Um, it I like going super hard on collabs. I, I When I'm going into something, it's rarely like, okay, this is how much money or like what would be the easiest sell to make money. For me, it's like I want to make whatever is going to make me excited. And in turn, is going to make the people who love and support Bear Mountain also fucking excited. Um, you know, even if someone doesn't isn't trying to buy something, just I want to give people a piece to look at where they go, holy fuck, like that's sick. Like when I posted up this hammer, I've only posted a picture of it. I've never, I haven't posted a video of it yet. And just the picture like took off. People were so stoked on it just because of the fucking size of the thing. It is the biggest turp hammer yet. Um, it really has like a traditional old school feel to it, but it's modernized. I mean, just the, the size of this thing, like, and it's obviously doesn't feel as big now that it's off the handle, but like, this is a substantial piece of glass and like, it's, it's definitely like a large technical build to like putting something together like this with all like, this took two tries, this whole front part. I have a, a whole nother assembling out there with a perk and everything that's all cracked at the top because <clears throat> we had to figure out how to do this top part like with me being able to put the perk in and everything and then him being able to decorate it and it was just uh i learned a lot and um you know i i think that like i was able to like represent bear mountain and present myself to someone that was like i've never worked with before in like a way where like i hope he left being like damn i want to like work with evan again or like i that was like sick that was intense i can't believe we pulled that off like 
I want to make memories much more than I want to make like money. Um, obviously money's good. It helps it. It's necessary. But at the end of the day, if your only motivator is that money, it's, it's a, it's a, it's not a long path. I mean, eventually you're going to run into a point where you're like, wait, do I love what I'm doing? Am I excited about this? Or am I doing this just for money? And I think once it becomes just about money, it's difficult to translate your art in a way to collectors where they want to still buy it. Cause I feel like people can pick up on when someone has kind of lost that passion for it or that excitement. And it was cool to work with someone like KGB because he's been in the industry for, I think like over 20 years. And I, and Brian, if I got that wrong, I'm sorry, but I, I think he's been in the industry for a couple decades and being that he's been in the industry, I think since like 2001 or something like that. And he was buying glass, like, you know, in the nineties and stuff following like, you know, different like bands and stuff where like this glass culture really took off, like on like different, like the lot or whatever you want to call it. I wasn't part of it. So I don't try to speak like I understand, but I really do appreciate the stories from folks who came before me that can share like kind of the foundational things that happened to get us to where we are today. Um, but working with someone like Brian, he's seen the industry come in so many waves and ups and downs and like what's hot, what's not that like doing a bigger project like this with him. I think for him was like refreshing too, where he was like, Oh, this is sick. Like we're still out here trying to build big shit and fucking go hard and have fun. Like if you've been doing something for decades, it's, it's not uncommon to fall into patterns where like you don't feel as creative and you almost feel like you're forced into the studio, but then like doing things like this, like you can find a path where you're like, Oh, all of a sudden, like you feel how you felt in the beginning where you're the excitement, like, are we going to be able to pull this off? Like it's a fucking journey. It's an adventure. You know, and the completion of the piece is like equivalent to like reaching the top of the mountain or finding that like ancient ruin, dude. I'm I'm really philosophical about a lot of the glass blowing stuff, but that's what happens if you smoke too much weed. You start thinking way too deep about stuff and romanticizing it, but it's fun. Way more fun to live that way than really, you know, short answers and don't see the magic in things. And I feel like, dude, I feel like that should happen to me when I was 18. Like I like felt like I saw the magic till I was 18. Like I thought the world was a magical place. And then like, I got the realization of like, I'm an adult. I have to figure my shit out. And then I got really bummed out and I was like, everything's lame. Nothing to look forward to this or that. And then I found glass and like, I found that magic again. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm just grateful for this industry overall, but yeah, working with, working with Brian and like hearing the different perspectives from someone who has been in this industry for longer than me. And like, even to him, like, like I'm like, I'm a new guy. And like, he was like, you kind of are, but you aren't at the same time because you've been here for a decade. But like, in my head, I still feel like I'm like the new guy. Like I haven't, you know, reached like my goals yet. And I'm still like just getting my head peeked up out of the water to where my peers can see me. You know what I mean? I've been kind of like in the background for a while, just doing things, but it's cool to see like, and it's cool to hear from people that I look up to and that people I've been following like Brian for before I was even a glassblower and like following the donuts. And like, I just remember like the old, like the old collabs from back in the early 2011, 2012, before I even blue glass that Brian was doing with like people like coil and stuff like that. And like that whole blow up of coil and elbow and the monies and the dinos and all those things that happened in 2012, like, you know, the world ending and everything, you know, it's just, there was a lot happening then. And it's just, that was like right before glass blowing. But for me, it's cool to talk to someone that who lived through all those periods that like genuinely, like I think like he had a good time here and he like also like thinks Bear Mountain's pretty dope. It was cool. Like it seemed really authentic, like everything he felt about what we were doing here and this like little company that I've been working on. Um, well, we've been working on, man, it's so crazy. Like me just, it was just me and Cassie for so long. And like, now we have this whole team here. Um, and to clarify, I'm still making all the rigs, like all the fucking RBRs and recyclers and all that shit. Um, the team is here like crushing with color accessories. My goal is like I've said before, but I want to reiterate it. My goal is to like be able to release products that me and the team are working on together as far as new designs for pipes. But the RBR is always going to be kind of my project. So if you're getting RBRs, they're made by me. Um, they're not made by the four other people here. The four other people here are cranking out color opals and things like that to expedite and give me the ability to make more RBRs for everybody. Um, but yeah, like all this color prep, all the guys, like all this beautiful color. Um, and then this one with KGB right here, this one's pretty sweet. It's going to be pretty hard to see like some of the detail, 
when it comes to like the camera you guys are looking through but you can see photos on my instagram and stuff of this but even the perk is a donut like the the disc in the middle there the double diffuse disc that's a chocolate covered donut with sprinkles like we got one here the top of the rbr cam there i mean everything that like could be decorated i think we did like a really good job while still maintaining the uh view of function so it's still like the rbr you're still going to see it shred but it has all these little like accents and colors and stuff um yeah i don't know i just i just love this piece and these are actually both these pieces i'm sending out to donut fest so if you're going to be in maine portland maine around when that's happening I believe it's in june um then you guys should definitely check it out and you can find more of that information on kbg's or kgb's instagram um, but he'll have a couple pieces there and probably a couple small things from me as well maybe like a rbr spinner or like a pendant or something like that this little collab one with him um but yeah it's it's cool to talk to someone too that's been doing it so long that has been doing events and stuff and just like interacting with his local community as well like that's something i want to do here in colorado springs i've definitely been a little turned off to being part of the community over the last year or so dealing with like local government and stuff. But at the same time, like even if I was someone that was like a restaurant or a gymnasium or anything, I'd be dealing with the same regional building or people. if like, I didn't have something the way they wanted it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's one of those things that if you're trying to be a legitimate business and really do things right and be transparent about it, you're going to have to expect that you're going to be checked a couple times and told you're wrong. And then you just need to adjust. Um, it's not the end of the world. It's tough when you're a very competitive person like myself to be told you're wrong when you don't feel like you're wrong and you just want to prove it even more that you're right. And that's that's not a great pattern to get stuck in either because then you're focusing less on enjoying day to day and just focusing on winning. And, you know, that's good for a little bit and little spurts of production or whatever. But to live in that space is, is tough. I feel like it leads to a lot of like anxiety and possible depression if you're just focusing on winning all the time because as soon as you lose, then it just hurts like hell because that's your whole world, you know. If you're only focused on winning for a few hours a day and then you're focused on doing this for a few hours a day, just don't immerse yourself too much in anything because then it will consume you if it doesn't go the way you expected it to go. I found that out the hard way. Um, let's take a dab, though, on this sick little recycling blue hammer right here. Um, these have, like, the, the a disc in them right here that's welded to the wall, and it's, like, four large cuts. Um these pieces absolutely shred. They're super fun to smoke and just what they look like too. They're just like, I think a really aesthetically like beautiful piece and something that really hits some notes of like an old school pipe, but at the same time, um, it's very modern. And I love the negative space and like pieces like this, just like the shapes they make, like where like the different welds are and like where the holes are. And that's what I mean by the negative space, just kind of the shapes that the, the piece makes. If you were to like, just like look through those. Um, let me get my nail all set up here though. Take a derp. Haven't taken a dab yet today. Haven't been dabbing a lot lately, you know? I've just been fucking working, smoking weed, but man, when I do take a dab, it works real good. Just for not doing it a lot. But I really like when my tolerance is high. I much prefer the high tolerance because then I can just like dab all day and it doesn't, it gets me stoned, but not like uncomfortably stoned. I'm like stoned in a way where I'm like, yeah, I can still do things. We're still chilling. Now, the last few weeks I've been dabbing, I take like one or two and then I'm on the fucking moon. But that's not a bad thing either, you know? That was like, when I'm like in a phase where like I'm got really high tolerance, I guess I can play in there where I'm like, oh, I can't get stone high on it. So I'm never happy with it, you know? Whatever. Whatever. It's, um, it's crazy, like any like minor like cutback in smoking hash, so how much like more stoned I can get. Like, I hear people like, I'm taking a tea break. I'm like, dude, me taking a tea break, I'll just take three less dabs a day, and I'll, that's a tea break, bro. Like, when I'm, like, smoking, like, 10 or 20 dabs in a day, it's, like, oh, it's fucking awesome, though, dude. You get to taste all the hash. That's probably the best part of high tolerance. When you have a high tolerance, you get to enjoy the terps more because you don't hit a fucking brick wall after two dabs. You're able to, like, smoke all the different flavors and try flavors back-to-back -back and see how that flavor profile changes. So appreciating appreciating the terps is much easier when you got the high tolerance. If you got a low tolerance, you're gonna take dabs and like not even give a shit about what it tastes like. You're just gonna be trying to figure out how to not freak out or hang on to the table. Um, let's take a dab some seven ten though. What do we got here? We got some firewater, some Jackson Heights, and some Starburst. <coughs> let's maybe do the let's do the firewater. They gave me batter and um, 
fresh press. Once one cool thing is about the seven ten uh, jars that I like. If you're not familiar with them, they have like your normal like top, and then they have this little internal top that like you pop that off, and then you can like see the hash. Like so, it has like this extra little top that goes in there, and then this goes on top. Keep it nice and fresh. Whew. That smells crazy. They brought me a bunch of fruity shit. I don't really just smoke a lot of fruity stuff, but like I'm not gonna say no to super fire free hash, you know what I'm saying? I usually like smoking more like gassy terpenes, OG dominant stuff. Um just because that's the shit that just really makes me feel stoned. The fruity stuff sometimes, if I take a bunch of dabs of it, I'll get like too wound up, start getting like anxiety and stuff. Just cause I feel like it hits you different, like like the cerebral effect, the brain effect, is much more, like, focused, awake, and that's what you get from sativas, at least that's what they tell us. I much prefer, like, that OG hit where it's, like, you're fucking, you feel like you're floating and you're just, like, bo super body stoned and, like, your eyes are heavy as shit. And most people probably don't like that because they don't want to feel tired, but, like, I'm not sleeping a lot because I work so damn much, so I'm already tired. I like to pile it on. I'm like, oh yeah, tired? Let's do it more. I'll get more tired. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm going to get so sleepy. And then I'm not going to... Actually, here's what, it's, here's what it's similar to. You ever take NyQuil um, and then force you, don't let yourself fall asleep? It's essentially what I do all day at work. Like, I'm like super tired and I'm not letting myself fall asleep. So I'm just like, I feel like maybe I'm just like hallucinating. and just living in like a weird little sleep deprivation bubble with like heavy THC. Um... But yeah, it's like it's like that though. It's like taking that nighttime medicine and not falling asleep, and just staying awake through it somehow. As long as you're standing, you know that's the big thing. If I lay down anywhere, I'm falling asleep, dude. That's it. It's over for me. I just gotta stay standing and working in front of fire, and then you can't fall asleep if you're standing over fire. I mean, you probably could, which would be wicked unsafe. Um, but I don't. Works for me. Damn, the seven ten is just it's just crazy. The hash nowadays is pretty fucking crazy, bro. Like, it's it's cool to, like, see how far it's come. And I've said this before in other episodes, but it really is. It's cool to see how hard it was to get certain types of hash in 2011, 10, 13, 14. Even living in Colorado, there was times where it was not easy to find good hash. And maybe that's just a lack of connections, but in my opinion, like, I think it's a lack of abundance of people with a lot of knowledge, at least back then. Nowadays, there's a lot more people that know what they're doing, so we got an abundance of the terps. Ooh, let this thing cool down. That enjoy a dab of this fire water. It's got so many strains in it, though. This fire water, it's like firewood times key lime times runs times wedding crasher. So I'm not sure how you get to like mix all those strains. If it's a situation where you're trying to hit a certain terpene profile or you got just a bunch of plants that didn't yield great, so you just mix them all together and make a fire terp. I don't know. Either way, the fire water is super good. It's very uh, layered with flavor. Um, I should have the water level right in this. I haven't taken a dab on this piece, though. But with the sun coming through. Maybe. <coughs> a little warm. I forgot this dab right. It's not working well. Oh my god. <coughs> it's about 50 degrees right now. So we probably gotta clean it. But I got my whole dab real quick. You know, you get. When it's hot, you get it quick. You get it real fucking quick when it's hot. Wow. And these little turp hammers, man, they are direct. Oh. That just disc just really does help it, like, just recycle function without even, like, do the recycler, like, drain function without even having to pull that hard. And it, that extra little <coughs> percolation <coughs> is nice. Really had fun with these. Um, I'll have three of these at the Sunday sale with the this different style perk. 
And then the other ones that you guys are used to that are a little bit more affordable are just a little bit smaller than these blooped out ones. They're like shorter and they don't have the disc in them. Um, but they're still like the eight hole grid in the bottom. They're pretty similar. They're just like a smaller version. This would be like, these are 14 mil as well. The other ones I usually do are 10. So these would be like the 14 mil version, which is a little bit more expensive, a little bit bigger. The perk in it is a bit different. <coughs> oh my God. That was so smooth though. And super good. I'm coughing from volume of smoke, not because anything was harsh. And it really, it wasn't like that hot. It's like, realistically, it was a perfect dab because there's not a big puddle in the bottom. Like it fucking melted the hash and it didn't burn it. Like it, I'm not seeing like super dark, like I burnt anything, but I can tell it was warmer than I typically take them. But that was pretty much perfect. Wow, that was a uh, that was something. This piece. It's a little shredder. I mean, they're so fun, and these aren't really pieces that you would sit there and do like. I know I have like friends and supporters that like buy these that will do dab videos on the table. Cause you can show off great function that way. But realistically, these pieces really were meant for just like, you know, sitting on the front porch on your rocking chair, just smoking your recycler. You know what I'm saying? Sitting on the couch, watching a good show, shit, hiking in the woods, whatever you're doing, that was what it was supposed to be for. Whereas this thing, dude, this thing is for summoning shit, dude. Summoning, like, pastry spirits. Like this thing. And that's a fucking... You rest it on your shoulder when you're not smoking it. You know, this, it's like a ray gun. You see? You see? That's what everyone says when they see these, like, ray gun. Um, I'm like, I see it. I need to do a collab with someone that does cool, like, spacey-looking weapons or something. So we could seriously make a crazy... I'd go even bigger. Shit would have like a part that came off the back. So you can hold it, you know. That's how many guns I shoot that I can't even think of what that's called right now. Whatever, dude. Not that I'm against anything. I just don't fucking have time to do nothing but make fucking pipes. I want some hobbies. Hopefully in the next few years. I think most of my hobbies are going to relate to just spending time with my kiddo, though. And doing shit with her. I think that's what happens with most parents is like... You go through like a weird like transition period of like being like, oh, I gotta find hobbies, I gotta work a little less. At least, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a job that you enjoy and you work a lot and you're trying to find a way to be successful. But yeah, I feel like there's a transition period where you're like, oh, I wanna find hobbies and stuff. And then you realize all of a sudden you're like doing so much with your kids that like, you're like, this is like, these are my hobbies. Their hobbies are mine. Like, I'm, I like this now. Like, dude, I'm at the trampoline park once a week now at least. I'm like, there's like so many fun things that she's already like into. I really want her to start getting into going to the skate park. I just, I feel like she needs to go a few times with me and like skateboard and like see the fun that it is. But also I don't want to like force her to try to see what I saw in skateboarding. You know what I mean? Cause like anything, we all have our interests and we all have like a perspective of those interests. That it's very hard to like convey to someone that maybe doesn't feel the same way about it. So, but yeah, I want her to go to the skate park with me so that like, we can start doing skate park a bunch too. Cause like I'm trying to skateboard again. Um, not that I want to get hurt and not be able to work or anything, but at the same time, I'm still young enough where I can enjoy skateboarding and I want to enjoy it while I can. I'm not trying to be professional or anything. I'm just trying to fun. And like, now that I have this whole team here helping me, it gives me a little bit more like where I'm like, if I did get hurt, like we probably could find ways of like continuing on a little bit while I healed. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. You got to think about all those things when you're an adult, though. As I'm saying all this trying to act responsible. I just slammed a dab, dude. But, hey, I need it. I need that, that, that medical marijuana. It's good stuff. It's the only thing that works for me, dude. I don't even fucking, like, take, like, Advil or anything. I just, like, smoke weed. Like, that's the only thing I do. And I've met so many people like that that literally, they're like, yeah, I don't, like, drink. I don't take ibuprofen or nothing. I literally just smoke weed. That's, like, all I do. And I'm, like... That's so nice that one thing just works for you. Like, I have family members and stuff that have to take a whole cocktail of things because they're older and they have a lot of shit going on. And, like, I'm like I, they would wish that they would, could just do one thing and enjoy a, a joint and then feel better, you know, or at least feel better than they did where they can continue to function. But, yeah. Yeah, dude, weed's the best. <laughs> but it is. It really fucking is, dude. It's so good. Uh, I sometimes, like... 
one of my biggest things that scares me is like what happens if i ever like don't like weed because i have friends that don't smoke weed anymore i'm like what if that happens to me like i think i was more scared of that than when the pan then like when someone told me there was a pandemic happening like i was like but dude have you ever thought about like when you don't want to smoke weed anymore like how terrible what are you what's what are you gonna do like it terrifies me i told you guys don't put all your eggs in one basket i do a lot of weed related stuff like i'm making pipes all day and like smoking and going to the dispensary and just thinking about pipes thinking about growing thinking about weed and so if all your shit's weed and then someday you don't want to smoke weed then who the fuck are you dude dude yeah terrifies me so that's why i practice smoking weed every day i want to make sure i'm real good at it and i appreciate it and see it's magic it's the best um i would say the only time i don't smoke is if like i'm traveling places where it's not legal because i'm like very like the last thing I want to happen is if I'm traveling with like my wife and daughter is to be like, someone would be like, well, what are these joints or what are these like, carts in your bag or something? And like, fuck up the family vacation. Cause if I'm flying or going somewhere that's not Colorado, it's for like a family vacation or something. So in that scenario, I'm usually just like, all right, I'm not smoking weed for a couple of days and, and I'm totally fine. I, the only thing I'll say is I start dreaming a lot and that's terrifying. Like, I fucking will wake up. Oh, it's so weird, dude. When I'm on vacation, I dream so much because I'm not, like, smoking a ton of weed. Unless, like, I go to Florida and my dad's there. You know, they got medical marijuana and shit. Um, but, yeah, if I'm, like, not smoking weed at all, like, when I travel certain places, it's, like, oh, the dreams are crazy, bro. I'll, like, wake up angry. I'll, like, be, like, ready to, like, fight someone. I'm, like, why am I so angry? Like, what happened in that dream that physically made me worked up? And I'm, like... I don't ever feel like that. And I'm like, wow, weed is the best. That's when I realized I don't even want to smoke it. I just, I just, when I can't smoke it, I'm just appreciating it going, wow, that shit really does something for me. Not for everyone. It's not a fix all for everyone. And it might not be for me forever. And like I said, that terrifies me. But for right now, dude, and for the last 12 years, since I started smoking weed till I was 18 or 19. Oh, wait, no, I'm 33. It'd be 14 years. Oh my God what happened bro well that's the one thing you smoke that much if you smoke weed for like every day for like over a decade time gets weird time gets really weird but that's all right you know because fuck it that's why i just stay up late all the time too it's almost like i don't want i feel like sleeping i'm like wasting time as crazy as that sounds and it has nothing to do with like thinking i'm wasting time like where i could be like being productive and like building a future for my family no i just feel like I'm like losing time. It's such a weird like state of mind where I'm like, I just, I feel like I'm living more of a life because I'm awake like six to eight hours longer than the rest of my family. But at the same time, eventually gotta cut that out. Probably not good for you. Well, at least I'm, that's what, that's what the experts say. Those fuckers said a lot, dude. I don't know anymore. I guess you gotta pick your favorite expert and just hope they got it right. <laughs> Man, that's almost like, what religion is too, but that's not a long conversation. We should smoke more weed. <laughs> we should just smoke, you know, maybe not, dude, actually. But yeah, so let's see if I covered the fucking things I told you folks I was going to cover before I keep going on tangents here. We talked about the KGBs a little bit. It might be cool to take a dab on this one before it goes. Um, this one took me a minute to dry out, so I don't want to get it all watered up again. But maybe on the Halo, I can take a little dab. Um... I have honestly not even water tested it yet. What if it what if it doesn't work? You know? We'll figure this out right now. I do not know if this is oh I have water right next to me. We're good. We're good. Alright. I'm just gonna trade. Trade a little water from this one. Just give me one second here. We're just getting this rig filled up. And we just did a giveaway on Patreon. Fucking we had eight winners. We gave away, like, four different pipes and then four accessories. It was nuts. It, like, doing the giveaway drawing, like, it was sick to see that many names. And in the for the people who can't make it to the event that are Patreon members, you guys are still going to have a giveaway that month. You're still going to have your drops. But we are going to have an in-person giveaway and drops here as well. So even if you can't make it to the event, you're not excluded for what you're already, like, um, paying for each month. Oh my gosh, my mouth is so dry. I'm going to take a sip of this water to finish filling this rig. Oh. Regional building was supposed to come today after the podcast. I said, well, I didn't know. I was like, my wife had to call and tell them no. 
you're gonna have to come tomorrow morning because today's not gonna work. Cause I'm, cause she didn't tell him why, but really it's cause I'm doing the podcast. I'm stony baloney, and I want to have like a serious adult conversation. I can't do that in this moment, right after the podcast. So they're coming tomorrow, and there that's our hopefully our last inspection with the electrical, and hopefully approve that. And then uh, this is just a quick update on where we're at. And then we have an engineer that will hopefully done in the next two weeks so we can submit our ventilation ductwork because the fan was already approved, but we were supposed to have a drawing of the ductwork. We didn't realize, so we're doing that. And then just we should be able to hopefully be cleared up this in a month. And this is what we've been dealing with since we moved from our house into the new space. It's been a whole process. Once I get this cleared up, guys, I think... Oh God, I don't want to jinx myself, but I think things are going to just get better. I think once it's cleared up, I think the glass, like my, how present I am, um, on social media again, not that like, I'm not there, but I, I'm not, I don't feel as connected to people cause I'm not doing as like many lives. I'm not like, you know what I mean? I'm not connecting with people like directly as much. And it's just because life's been life for the last year, but we're still fucking crushing and loving it. It's just. <laughs> growing up is crazy especially if you're naive like me I, I learned I've learned a lot over the last year I learned how little I know about how things work and you know that's fun I learned like that you can't always be even if you think you're right it doesn't really matter and that has you know a lot of people will be like say that like but like seriously sometimes you gotta just pick and choose your battles and just be like nope not worth it I'm just gonna try and do a good job and figure things out with the information and what I have in front of me. Um, but man, growing up's been crazy this year. Hopefully smoking this donut works. Hopefully this is awesome. I usually water test things. Now I feel like things don't ever not work, but like sometimes you gotta make adjustments. Oh, that works fucking good. Dude, that donut is smooth as hell, bro. Whoa, the way that mouthpiece feels, that's crazy. Damn, bro, that's fun. No, that's just a good time. I don't care who you are. That's just fun. Wow. Damn. Should I put more water in it, though? Feels pretty good, but... That's a fun piece. It's just a good time. She needs a little more water though. So I don't want to pull too hard. Oh. Missed a little and probably put too much water in. What can you do? No, that feels better for me how I like to hit a piece. It depends on the time of day, honestly. Like where I'm at right now, I'm not trying to hit a piece super hard because after this podcast, I still have to work. I'm not going to bed yet. If I rip a piece super hard this many times early in the day, I, like I'm asking for it. I'm asking to be checked by the THC gods. Um, spilled a little water. That's all right. Sick. Oh, that just looks fun. You could definitely put less water in it than that, but like I'm not like I said, I'm not trying to pull super hard on this piece right now. And how these RBRs function is you literally can set water levels to how you feel like smoking in the moment and they're still gonna function without giving you a bunch of drag. It's honestly, the high water levels are fun on these because they function so well even with high water level. Like it's, it's, they move it like no problem, especially if it's a double diffuse. The standards, if you put more water in them, they definitely get more chuggy, but anything with like the diffuser, like the little discs on there, anything with that um, component is gonna be able to move water. Um, so much so that I've done videos again of like 40 inch tall and what, 72 inches of six foot. That one's just shy of six. So this shit will stack. Wow, I'm sorry I'm on it, guys. It's been, you know, I stopped doing coffee like late at night and early in the morning. Like I've, I've cut back on a lot of things and um, damn, does coffee help? Um, especially if you're staying up all the time. But it's for the best, you know, trying to fucking, uh, get a little healthier when I can, then maybe if, if I can fall asleep, I've been saying this for three years. It's hilarious. Oh, that looks nice. It's a little with a nail in it. 
<laughs> it's crazy that I get to smoke these pieces. Man, I used to have to like really ask people back in the day and stuff. And nowadays I'm like, you know what the drill is. If you're working with me. I'm going to be doing videos of this thing shredding. Because I want to make sure that it works right. And also, one of my main motivators when I'm making these pieces is I want to try it. If I was building a car, I'd be the same way. I wouldn't like build a car and be like, I don't even need to drive it. So you can just buy it. I'm like, no, let me, I got to go make sure this shit rips, dude. Make sure you can, it can handle what you're about to give it. So fun with it. I almost wonder what angle if I should like turn it with the back facing you guys a little bit. Uh, you think it looks good for me? Okay, cool. Yeah, because like I was like, I don't know if you want to see the halo more or what, but uh, I just gotta grab my pearl. I'm glad this is taking me a minute because I ain't ready. I ain't fucking ready. That first dab off that turf hammer absolutely ruined, ruined me. It's all right though. Like I said, it's good to get checked by the THC gods. They're going to check me hard today because I haven't been sleeping a lot. And if you're not sleeping a lot, the weed hits you heavily. It hits you in a different way. Um, not always the best way. So most of the time, terrifying when you haven't slept enough, you know. But if you can stay busy at work, you can work right through that. They're <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell myself, dude. It's fun growing up and starting to get have like panic attacks from weed. It's a it's a good fucking time, dude. <laughs> like it really didn't happen when I was younger. Only with edibles. When I was younger, if I ate too many edibles, that was definitely the weed scaries. Um, but nowadays, as an adult, it only takes a couple dabs and I can hit some weed scaries if I've, you know, not slept enough or ate enough fucking calories. <laughs> I'm also fasting right now too. I'm really trying to, really trying to figure this shit out. You know, I'm trying to. Trying to figure out how to, I don't know, do it by the mic. Trying to figure out how to be a little, a little healthier. And then by the time I figure out all the metabolic shit, I'll start sleeping probably at some point. I'm hoping by October this year. My goal is to start sleeping by October <laughs> this year. <laughs> and I, I've told my wife and she's really, she's rooting me on. She hopes that I can also do that. Every night when I go to work, she's like, I don't want you to do this. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to do that. I feel like I'm... Dude, it's so funny. Oh, I feel like I'm in a video game sometimes. I feel like I'm in a Terminator or some shit. I'm like trying to go out there and survive Skynet, dude. But really, I'm just like smoking cash and making recyclers. Um, but it's what I do. Um, but hopefully by October, the team and I are super dialed in. And all our cases have been closed with all the silliness we've been dealing with. And hopefully... The studio is fully kind of like running because we're still missing a few parts. And the only way to buy these next tools and parts is I have to work hard, save money, do drops, and then buy the tools. Um, so hopefully by October, the studio is complete, complete with all the tools it needs. And then I can start working a little less. And by a little less, I mean stop working by like a normal time, like five, and then go home hang out with the kiddo, play for a while, do activities by nine o'clock, put the kiddo to bed and then hang out with my wife for a couple hours and then me go to sleep, you know? Would, and I do that seven days a week, no problem. Um, I don't even need weekends off. I just want nights off, I think. But we gotta have goals, it's important. That's mine. <laughs> Sleeping back October, fucking doing it. Um, I have too much ambition and too many plans. I don't have to really go this hard, I don't think. But if I want to achieve my goals and stuff, there's got to be some sort of, like, sacrifice, in my opinion. Damn, did that really cool down that much? Maybe it won't be hot. I don't even have the hash out yet. Oh, it's, it's not going to be ready. We're at that point where I'm, like, already too stoned and trying, and I keep forgetting to take my dab. So I go on rants. I feel bad for Aisha. Dude, he has to, like, listen to me do this. Man, it's okay. I got this. Oh, that's too much. Oh, the Starburst smells crazy. This is a... Bro, I just smell this, dude. That's, that's pretty wild. That's a, that's a batter from them. That's just, that's just... That's fucking frosting, bro. Look at that. That is crazy. Man. Hash. Still would be cool to have a hash cam someday. Cassie started getting some stuff on the wall here. Getting it a little bit more decorated. We got a bunch more stuff we got to put up. We might paint this wall white. We don't know yet. We're still trying. We're trying to get it more homey, though. 
um, and get it feeling good because we're not doing anything bare mountain. I can't even talk, dude. We're trying to not do anything bare mountain related or anything work related in our home anymore because we're really trying to be law abiding citizens. So um, we're really trying to do the podcast and everything we do, like from photos and everything in our new studio and uh, just respect uh, what we've been asked to do. Um, that's how you got to be sometimes, dude. I'm adulting so hard right now. I want to, I'm freak out though. I'm like, oh, it doesn't feel right. Like I will not kneel. Like, I'm just like, fuck it. So I've watched too much fucking Gladiator and Braveheart growing up. It really fucked me up. I think where it's like, this is not realistic, dude. All those guys died. Like, <laughs> like all those guys got killed, bro. Like, why are you trying to be like that? Someone's going to fucking go after you. You gotta just actually look the other way and be like, sure, whatever you need, just leave me alone and then move, move on with your life. That's the route we're picking right now. I don't like it though. It'd been way cooler to be like, like the guy in fucking, what's his name? It's like Maximus or some shit like that, dude. Gladiator. That movie was sick, bro. I, I lost it. I watched that at least two times a year still. Um, it's bad. I like any movie. If there's like people in like armor with swords, like I don't really care what the plot is. As long as that's where they're hanging out, I'm going to watch it. I grew up, like, just playing fucking Warhammer and, like, painting models and fucking playing World of Warcraft and uh, watching Lord of the Rings and fucking Mage Knight and Magic and all the shit, dude. I, I, it's crazy. Such an... I don't feel like I was a nerd. I feel like that's stolen valor if I say that. But, um, I feel like I liked nerdy things, you know? <laughs> All of a sudden, heating this up. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I definitely did some nerdy shit. But I also, like, skateboarded heavily. It was decent. And fucking played paintball. And drank another high life, which was, that was pretty cool. Wait. Yeah. Pretty much did all that. It was a good time. Growing up's weird, though. I'm glad I grew up the way I did, grateful for my life, but sometimes it's like, I realize why parents will tell their kids, like, don't grow up too fast, because being a kid's, like, the shortest part of your life. I'm like, hopefully I can convince my daughter to, like, keep just fucking trying to have fun and not grow up too quick, because responsibilities are lame, and when you grow up, then you gotta do all the responsible shit. That's no fun, dude. I mean, it's fun, like, being responsible, I guess, sometimes, but more of my point is, is, like, having the weight of so many things that you need to do and accomplish in your day to day can be taxing, especially if you're not sleeping enough. But I can't, I don't even complain about that shit to like, um, the boss lady anymore too. Cause I like, she doesn't want me working this much dude. I got like water everywhere, but whatever. Um, but I know we got this a little bit more crushing, and that doesn't mean I'll like have like less work or anything. It'll just be meaning I'll be doing other big projects and I'll probably be doing the same amount of work, but I'll just be more efficient and more well rested. Just trying to see the positives, you know, it's all you can do, man. Okay. Let's see how this donut rips. Hopefully, you know, hopefully the, the guys don't ask me anything today. Hopefully, I'm going to try and put my headphones in as quick as I can when I get out of this room. And not talk to anyone, dude. Hopefully no one needs my help or insight. Hopefully no one has a question. Because whatever I say to them, it's not going to make sense. I'm fine right now, but in about 10 minutes, like, it's really going to set in. And then I'm going to be on a real roller coaster. And either way, having a great day, and it's going to be a great day. But it is going to be challenging. That's that's always fun. Wow. That tasted amazing. That was the uh, Starburst Super Smooth. This piece is also super smooth. Um, 710. Wow, it's such good, clean hash. And like... 
what I really like about it is that you're, I'm getting like these super clean terpene profiles, but also like it still has this like this flavor that like you can only get from something that's like really, it's just like real hash. It's, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like over processed or anything in a point where it's like, it's had all the flavors you want. I don't know. It's exactly what you want. Like real, like solventless, like hash, like either like rosin or what this is like, this is a, a rosin batter. And then we also have some like fresh frozen and they both hit a little differently. And the terpene profiles obviously are different. So different strains, but I don't know, man, it's just like good hash. Like, it tastes like hash, but and it's super fire. I'm so stoned. If you smoke a lot of hash, you know what I'm saying. Or you smoke rosin, you're really like, oh, it just tastes like terps. Or you smoke BHO, it just tastes like terps. But then you smoke like a really good like traditional like hash, and you're like, well, oh, what's that flavor I really like in there? And they're like, yeah, that's the hash flavor. That's like here's a smoking solventless hash. You can really taste like just that clean like solventless flavor. Like I used to say it back in the day, you can taste almost how clean the water was used like in certain batches of hash like i can almost taste when someone like needs to clean their setup or some shit where it's like that water didn't taste whatever water was used to make that put a weird flavor in there maybe the way it dried or cured um but man the availability of rosins and stuff today on the rec and med market is just so much different than it was a decade ago it's crazy Whew. But yeah, alright guys, well don't forget to sign up for that newsletter, because we do have a big drop today. Um, pretty big. There's a lot of cool stuff in it though, and a lot of traditional pieces. There's only a couple like, bigger, ex more expensive stuff, and then everything's right around like, full colors, like that 8 to 1200 range, and then clears the 250 to 600 range. Um, so there's something for everyone in there and we'll also have like rbr spinner caps too with like their stands and everything which i probably should have had a couple on the table but we're gonna have a bunch of those and um yeah if you guys want to check out the patreon do that and if you do sign up we have an upcoming event um and exclusive drops giveaways like i said we just did a giveaway eight people won um we got some big giveaways coming up especially the in-person one and yeah hope you guys have a great day Thank you if you made it this far in the episode. These pieces rip. I'm super ripped. It's been a crazy, crazy 14 months, but I can see the finish line. I hope. I'm just trying to stay positive. Because I feel like sometimes if I'm negative, more negative shit happens. So try to stay positive out there, everybody. Shit's wild. Hope you have a great day. This is episode 125. Crazy. Thanks, everybody.